0: Hey, what's up, SFL Nation? And welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Striker. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad that you decided to push that play button. Thank you so much. I do have a fantastic show in store for you tonight with a lot of good information. Um, got some SFLM information actually listing all eight teams. I have some... Playoff information I'm going to share with you as well, along with my SFL chat around the water cooler, but I I did have Mr. Frank Gooding actually perform that for me, and he did a fantastic job, as you will hear. Then I have my week nine in review, picks for week 10, and my teams and players of the week, followed by fourth and goal interview featuring Mr. David Horrell from the Carolina Skyhawks rookie fantastic conversation too i had a great time with that so sit back relax and enjoy
1: hey what's up ashley and the sfl community just want to say what's happening to everybody i hope everyone is is staying safe in um these very unique and interesting times that we live in right now um this is frank gooden the owner of the Jacksonville Kings and um, right now I am hosting SFL chat around and Ashley gave me some questions to answer um, to help and to help people better understand um, the SFL and our community so I'm happy to do it so let's jump right in Um, first question is how has the SFL impacted your life and how have you made an impact on the SFL? All right. Well, um, SFL impacted my life. It is definitely taken a lot of time and hours into my life as owner of the Kings. Um, previously the Tallahassee pride in terms of game planning, running the organization, that kind of thing. I'm smiling as i say it because um you know the time commitment is definitely worth it um you know it's a it's a passion to have a team and to compete against you know the fellow owners and coaches in the league um all good people um all you know adding their own flavor you know in terms of coaching and owning their teams to the game so um it definitely has impacted my time I'm a very busy person you know I have uh, two daughters and I, um, I teach at a local university and I'm into a lot of different things pick up a lot of side projects so you know my time is uh, at a premium as it is and you know and then I put all the rest of it as much as I possibly can into you know owning this team so um, it's impacted my life that way however you know for everything that i've poured poured into it in terms of time and other things it's definitely giving back so um it's worth it you know to be a part of this community and to um you know have a position where you know i can actually influence you know our team and you know our group of young men um not only in terms of the competition but in terms of um you know, real life things. Real life happens and sometimes you need to have someone to talk to, uh, to, you know, who've been around a little while, you can get a little advice from, and I certainly fit that bill. And so, you know, from time to time, it's good to be able to help out and contribute uh, to the, to, just to the fellas, you know, to the squad. In terms of uh, how I've, you know, made an impact on the SFL, I, I joined back in season five and one of the reasons why i was able to get a team is because um this is early on things are a little different now as i was able to contribute a number of things so you know i promised that i would uh produce a documentary for the sfl and that's what i did you know so if you haven't all of the new people if you have not yet had the chance to see uh the sfl documentary. Um, Then go to YouTube, look up, go to our page and look up A New Frontier and and please watch it. That gives you that will give you real insight into what the SFL sort of is at at its core and what it was then. We've grown so much since that time that the documentary, of course, is dated. This was now three years ago when this was produced um, two or three years ago. But the core and the spirit of what the SFL is, is certainly captured there and, and that's what it is now. Also for season five, I produced all of our uh, uh, graphics packages. And uh, that was the first season that we really, really dove into uh, production of the graphics packages. So just go back to season five, you'll see all of the you know different graphics and presentation. Uh, general presentation of the games, and you'll see how different it was. Um, and from there, our commissioner Cameron Irvine, he just he dove in, you know, learned the post production tools to to be able to produce them himself, and um, and then took it to you know the next level, another level every year. At a later season, I believe maybe season seven, I introduced the fantasy football concept for the SFL and executed it um it was very labor intensive though and i think the idea generally was before its time so i had to kind of let that i had to let it go you never know i think we may be growing to a point now where fantasy football for sfl um players is probably gonna come back on the horizon here pretty soon um But yeah, that was something, you know, not only did, you know, we have the idea, but I executed the idea. And anybody who was around um, from then can remember, you know, that, yeah, we actually had fantasy football for a short time in the SFL and it was pretty awesome. Finally, on that question, I'm one of a few people that the commish may bounce new ideas off of, you know, concerning new initiatives or maybe certain directions that we may decide that we want to go towards in the future. You know, I'm one of a few people that he may, you know, kind of talk about. So um, or talk with, you know, talk with on some of these things. So it's um, I feel like I've made a pretty decent impact on the SFL. And, you know, I strive to continue to do that. I want to be um, I want to be someone who is a, always a positive driving influence for the SFL as we continue to grow feel like i've been that over the years and i want to continue in that direction all right next question do you think esports is a good substitute for regular sports since since they've been suspended you know i do think esports is a is a good substitute um an excellent substitute i mean because i mean what else do you have in terms of sports you know you people should begin to look towards esports Sports is huge. And um, now that they've been suspended for a little while, I think esports in general um, should be something that people should at least give give a good look at, you know, check out because it accomplishes the same thing just in a simulated environment. You know, you still have competition. And in our particular case, you're still simulating football um, from top to bottom. We are a thing in, in, in and of itself. You know, I think we're going to continue to grow in our own right. So, um, next question How could esports affect your community? Uh, that's an interesting question. I will say that esports, in it's probably not necessarily, um, you know, would have an impact on your local community as much as it would have an impact on the online community. And so, esports is a niche thing right now, even though worldwide esports is definitely a thing. I mean over 40 45 million people worldwide uh enjoy, love and enjoy esports. Um, you know, in in terms of community, you would still have to consider it niche, but it's continuing to grow. And I think that the potential impact is that you just have a number of people, especially in this day and age where you're at home and you're not out as much interacting, you know, that potential impact is gonna be good. People are competitive, and they you know want to you know find a team that they like and get behind and root for, and you know all the things that come along with uh, sports. I think we esports can have similar impacts, um, and that leads right into the next question: Why should women be interested in the SFL and esports in general? Women are interested in sports in general. In sports, you know so. Um, for the same reasons why women should uh, participate, same as guys, same as the fellas, uh, in sports. They should be looking, you know, um, at, at esports and in the SFL. Particularly with the SFL, it's because we are in an environment where women are, um, have an opportunity. You know, women are welcomed in our, our, our space, in the SFL space. It's not just, you know, uh, for men, you know, women can participate. So because the opportunity is there and welcomed and supported, um, that's the reason why women hopefully should be interested. You know, so women are competitive uh, in all kinds of ways, you know, uh, sports wise and otherwise. Um, so there's, you know, the SFL is no different and, you know, what's beautiful is that there is space. There is a place for women. As we know, we've got, uh, women players in the SFL right now and killing it. All right. Next question. What are your thoughts about SFLM and the SFL subscriptions? Um, I support it hundred percent. I love it. You know, having a minor league, uh, as a way for, our rookies and our new people to come on board create their character and begin to make an impact in the league and then later when they are drafted onto teams i mean it's a it adds to that layer of realism to be able to create your player and be attached to your player it's an idea whose time has come same thing with sfl subscriptions it was simply time for us to move forward we started off, um, even before I came on in Season 5, It's just a group of people who were passionate about football. And now it's turning into something where it's, you know, a huge community of people who are passionate about football. And that has to be supported. In five years, I think, um, just being sort of forward-thinking, I think that we will be our own entity. as you, in, in terms of we're going to have our own video game, I think. There's going to be a point where... Um, a game I think is going to be built from scratch to support this and it's obviously going to be a much much larger league Um, right now this idea of the world's first controller this esport is a unique idea I think in five years we probably will have copycats or attempted copycats of people doing similar things either in A uh, virtual environment you know because virtual virtual gaming definitely is here and it's growing and it could be in that uh, space so I think we're just gonna be a whole lot uh, bigger whole lot better um, have our own game you know by then it's very possible that our Commissioner Cameron Irvine might be a household name or voice if you will yeah. And then, you know, all of the teams, you know, we will have ex- very well established traditions um, and the players will, will have an, a very established core of Hall of Famers, you know, and people who um, have done outstanding things in the league over the years where we'll be, a, a, you know, we're a thing now, but we're going to be a, a big thing, you know, in five years. So, you know, that's where I see it. We'll see if that happens. Um, so yeah, those are the questions. It has been my pleasure to, uh, kind of host this, this, uh, edition of SFL chat, if you will. Once again, this is Frank Gooden, owner of the Jacksonville Kings. Happy to be here. Um, check out all the things on our YouTube channel and of course for the fans and our website, um, definitely get involved. I'm so excited for all the new rookies. Um, definitely take the time to get involved this community is warm and accepting and you'll see me recording doing video you know from time to time just come over say what's up very approachable and um look forward to seeing you guys on the field all right talk later bye
0: all right and we are back with week nine review week 10 preview so My Week 9 standouts, players that have made a fantastic stride this week on the field, are as follows. Wide receiver Siege Falco for Atlanta, having six catches, 116 yards, two touchdowns, and his longest reception was 57 yards. Running back Colin Hart for uh, Sioux Falls, 15 carries, 170 yards, three touchdowns, and his longest run was 45 yards quarterback angus mccain mclean excuse me <laughs> for london went 42 for 52 315 yards two touchdowns and no interceptions his longest pass was 24 yards wide receiver stephen Hacker, hacker for queen city had 16 catches 250 yards two touchdowns and his longest reception was 67 yards Kicker James Troll for Queen City went four for four. Field goals, uh, longest field goal was 44 yards. Free safety Nick Colantre for Las Vegas Fury had seven solo tackles, two assisted, one pass deflection, and two interceptions. Linebacker Forrest Stark for Carolina had 13 solo tackles, two assisted, three tackles for loss, and one pass deflection. Kicker Whistle Jones for Seattle went 3-for-3 and his longest field goal was 38 yards. Cornerback Iverson Gamble for Seattle had three solo tackles, two assisted, and three interceptions. Wide receiver Ken Gossett for Jacksonville had 14 catches, 311 yards, two touchdowns, and his longest reception was 56 yards. Quarterback Tom Pepper for Vancouver had, went 31 for 40, uh, 390 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and his longest pass was 47 yards. Running back, Sudo Nakai, for Vancouver, had 19 carries, 239 yards, three touchdowns, and his longest run was 53 yards. Free safety, Mark Lopez, for Vancouver as well, had five solo tackles, four assisted, two pass deflections, and two interceptions. Strong safety, Charles Ball for Tulsa. Five solo tackles and five assisted. Three pass, three pass deflections and two interceptions. Fantastic work, guys. Fantastic work. And if you want to hear your name on this list, come on. Do what you got to do to get on it. Get on it. But seriously, congratulations to all of you. Um, my team's of the week. And I say teams because it was actually two the two great games, you know, in my opinion. Um, I got a chance to kind of catch the latter part of one of them and I caught all of our games. So being a little selfish, I'm actually gonna pick uh, Carolina and Arizona Scorpions game as one of uh, my favorite games for the week. Um, it was a battle. We were tied pretty much all game um there will be a point where carolina would score and then we would try to follow we would follow that up and then they would score again so it was like a battle back and forth but in the end you know our kicker brian dynasty just it just does what he does best and just gives us that extra edge 17 20 was the total uh was the score um Some passing yards for Carolina was 242 to Arizona's 280. Rushing yards 43 to our 60. We had, um, well, Carolina had two passing touchdowns. We only had one. We had one rushing touchdown and they did not have one. So it was a little back and forth, you know, um, even first downs, Carolina had eight first downs. We had 15. Um, three-point conversions. We converted the ball five times, they converted the ball six. So everything was very close for a long time and that was a a really great game to watch. Um, Another one was Seattle Tyrants and Denver Nightwings. Oh my gosh. Again, Seattle has a way of making sure you don't count them out because that was a come from behind win. I think they were down all game pretty much in it wound up being 37-24 Seattle, just being, you know, doing what they do. They have that little sneaky play where they think, you know, you, you have them against the ropes and you think that you won. I mean, you can ask um, the former Alaska Storm team, the, Flor- uh, the Florida Storm now. Um, they had them, you know, against the ropes. All of a sudden, Lou and Dola would just shoot one downfield, It'd break your heart every time. But um, that was a great game to watch. Passing yardage for Seattle was 498 versus Denver. I'm sorry, not 498. It's actually 198. <laughs> um, Denver had 230. Rushing yardage for Seattle was 165. Denver had 51. Both of them had two passing touchdowns, but only Seattle had one rushing touchdown, which those definitely make a difference. Um, first downs... There were 12 first downs for Seattle and 16 for Denver. Third down conversions. Now, this is a little weird, because Denver had 11 third down conversions, and Seattle only had one. So, hey. That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Some honorable mentions from that game. um, Jaquez Luendola, which is the quarterback for Seattle Tyrants, had 12 completions, 27 attempts, um, two, passing touchdowns and unfortunately it looks like four interceptions sacked once but you know you still was able to eke that win out um in comparison to Josh Miller he went 27 for 39 he had 230 yards passing two touchdowns but he had five interceptions so you know for some reason it seems like the quarterbacks of the league have been bitten by the interception bug and I can say that because I am definitely one of those people But congratulations, teams, for Teams of the Week. Now, Week 10 schedule is coming up. Um, If you check our Twitter accounts, you can also check um, www.simulationfl.net for schedule information. What I have here is, is as follows. Our Week 10 schedule will include the Wildcats taking on the Denver Nightwings. And I'm actually going with Denver on this one. Um, Mexico City. And this the, all these games start on March the 22nd, and it goes through that weekend. So, um, Mexico City Aztecs versus New Orleans Pharaohs. I am going with Mexico City on that one. London Knights will be taking on the Jacksonville Kings. And I will be going with... Jacksonville on that one. I'd probably say probably about seven points. Um, Arizona will be taking on the St. Louis Gladiators and uh, Mr. Pincher. I'm right. Johnny, I'm after you. Okay? (laughs) I'm going to say Arizona is going to win this one by probably three points. That seems to be the margin that we're doing. Um, Tulsa Desperados will be taking on the Baltimore Vultures and that is a hard one. Oh my God. You know what? I'm not going to even make anybody mad. I'm not going to even choose. The best team wins. Um, (laughs) Charleston Predators is going, uh, taking on the Florida Storm. I'm going for Florida on that one. Las Vegas Fury is taking on the Carolina Skyhawks. I think the Carolina Skyhawks are kind of mad about this past game, so they're going to come out furious. And I think they're going to probably win that game by seven points. Vancouver Legion will be taking on the Houston Hyenas. And I'm going to go with Houston on this one. I think that Dr. Sims has something up his sleeve for Andy. And it's going to be interesting to see what that is. Atlanta Swarm will be taking on the Queen City Corsairs. And Atlanta Swarm has been on a roll. So I'm going to stick with Atlanta. The Sioux Falls Sparrows will be taking on the Seattle Tyrants. Seattle, I think I'm going to go with Seattle, especially off of that win they just had. I think they're going to have that momentum to actually carry them. Fantastic. So, as I told you before, I will have um, the listings of of all eight SFLM teams and our playoff pictures. So, as of right now, the playoff pictures... Goes as follows: You have Atlanta Swarm eight and one, Vancouver eight and one. Top two seeds already they, they they've already clinched theirs. Um, top two seeds face the two wild card winners: uh, Queen City Corsairs at seven and two, Charleston Predators at six and three, Baltimore Vultures at six and three, and the Sioux Falls sparrows are at six and three. And fourth tier we have the Jacksonville Kings. Tulsa Desperados, Chicago Wildcats, and the Mexico City Aztecs, all sitting at 5-4. And, and our 4-5 teams will be St. Louis Gladiators and the Las Vegas Fury. So this is our playoff picture through Week 9. Um, of course, that will be updated when these games, Week 10, will... Uh, when they are played. It's... it's <laughs> this... Is a special time, and everybody is super excited about the playoffs. Um, you know everything that's going on. You know making it to the playoffs, how deep you're going to go in the playoffs, who's going to be those final two championship teams. You know, it's it's that time of the year. It's very exciting. Also, with SFLM coming up to kind of tie us over to next season, that is going to be beautiful. And let me let you know who our S FL minor league teams are and their head coaches. So, we first have the Boise Mud Dogs. Head coach Robert Garrett Jr. The Ottawa Cavalry headed up by Frank Morales. We have the Albuquerque Adams headed up by Jason Williams. We have the Madison Lynx headed up by Berto De Mora. Next up, we have the Annapolis Annie, excuse me, the Annapolis Navigators, headed up by Mr. Ben Jackson. We have San Jose Flight headed up by Brian Craven. Quote the Raven nevermore. Alright, I see you. The Lincoln Rattlesnakes are gonna be headed up by Jose Fuentes. And last but not least. The Birmingham Fuel will be headed up by Mr. Adam Wiseman. Oh, my God. This is going to be fantastic. Um, I've actually seen some of you guys. Some of you guys have had in the show. I see a lot of you out there in the um, chat and whatnot. I would love to get your feedback on how you think this, this is going to go. So all you head coaches out there, please, please DM me so we can have a really good conversation about that. I'm really excited about this this new venture that we have. We get a chance to see all of our rookies in action before we actually draft them. It's never been done. So glad that that's the case. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, stay tuned for my fourth and goal interview with Mr. David Horrell, of Carolina Skyhawks. All right, and we are back with my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. David Horrell of the Carolina Skyhawks, rookie. How you doing, David? I'm doing well, Ashley. How are you? How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Great to hear your voice, finally. Thank you. It's
2: very nice to hear yours.
0: Oh, man. So I think it's amazing because you're new to the league. you taken it by storm. Not just you, but with you and your family.
2: Thank you. That's very nice of you to say so.
0: Yes. So tell me, how many of your family members are actually in the SFL?
2: Uh, There are six of my immediate family, and then uh, myself, my wife, our four children, and two spouses.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And you and your wife play for Carolina, right?
2: That is correct. Yes. We joined, I, I joined up as a non contract week two. Mm -hmm. And Kate, my wife, joined week four.
0: Wonderful. And then there's another couple that is in Vancouver.
2: Correct. That is my daughter, my eldest daughter, Elizabeth, we call her Beth, and her husband, Nick, uh, Nick Rhodes.
0: Wonderful. And then someone just got signed to Houston, right?
2: Yes, my, my oldest son, Brian. He's the only one of us that landed a actual contract. He signed just this past week and started with the hyenas, and he's very excited. We're all very excited about that, um, to, to be able to play under DR Sims. Uh, that's an amazing thing for us.
0: Definitely. And then we have Laura here. Laura with the Arizona Scorpions.
2: Uh, and she's under Eddie Gage. Yes. And yes. I've I told everyone who will listen, Eddie is the gold standard when it comes to uh, coaches, GMs, owners. Uh, it's hard to get better than Eddie.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is wonderful. Now, did we get everybody? Mm, uh, no. Uh, no, actually, we have two more
2: on Carolina. My... My youngest daughter, Catherine, is the center. Wow. And my youngest son, Michael, is the partner. Born <laughs> uh, recently. Yes.
0: I mean, it's enough for y'all to just start your own team. You just have your own locker room.
2: <laughs> we'll probably be spread around more next year. That's what we anticipate.
0: Nice, nice. So, how? first of all, how did you find out about the SFL?
2: Uh, we were, my wife and I were channel surfing on Pluto TV. Okay. The first day of the season, as it turned out. And uh, my eyes were bad. And I was sitting there watching it. I didn't have glasses on. And a football game popped up, you know. Channel surfing. and there was a, So I watched it for a couple of minutes, and I asked my wife who's playing, and she don't know a whole lot about it. And I grabbed my glasses and put them on, and I was like, Wait a minute, what is this? (laughs) And it started just after a few minutes, we really started getting into it and ended up spending the whole Saturday watching SFL.
0: And that's how it starts. Yeah, and as
2: as what really got my attention is when they said you could be a part.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You could be a player. And I've been in simulation sports for many years. Um, It's generally a very solitaire existence mm-hmm. um, you play in your room you you win a championship you say hey wait hey yay me but then this you're actually interacting with people it's on tv yes it's
0: amazing you hear your name called you can see your player out there either making some fantastic plays or you know not <laughs> or not oh yeah i'm a
2: non-contract so a lot of times it's or not <laughs>
0: Aw, oh, come on now. I'm sure you've had a couple good, couple of good series. Here's my most
2: memorable play, though. We're playing New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I hit, um, is it Reggie Streeter? Mm-hmm. Okay, I hit him in the backfield. I'm on his back. I'm bringing him down. Next thing I know, I look up. He's 20 yards gone, scored a touchdown.
0: Oh, that's Reggie.
2: That's... And he shook me off like I was to. But, but I enjoyed it every time, I enjoyed
0: everything. And that's amazing. And no worries, players is going to get better and, you know, as as you progress, it's definitely going to get better. But uh, yeah, Reggie is a tough one, a tough cookie to bring down, as well as BDG Hollywood, as well as, um, oh, it's a couple, it's a few others, you know, that are just beasts out there. But I, I really enjoy this too. Um, I normally start off the conversation by asking you this question. I guess I got so excited, I kind of skipped it. So, okay. David, tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, hometown, and maybe some interesting facts about yourself.
2: Okay. Um. um my name is David Horrell. I'm 63. Okay. I guess is I'm probably the oldest member of the SFL. Hmm. Maybe. I'm up in the Maybe. top three or four. Let's, let's say that. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, we, I live with my family in Western Salem, North Carolina.
1: Okay.
2: Retired. Uh, I've been out, as I said, I enjoy simulation sports. I play chess. love music. Um, we have a couple of granddaughters we spend a lot of time with. <clears throat> Excuse me. A um, couple of dogs that are like kids to us. We're just living the uh, typical life.
0: Awesome, awesome. Tell me, have you played sports before?
2: I played as a, as a youngster. Hmm. Um, the last organized sports I played was when I was in the Air Force. I played on my squadron softball team.
0: Wonderful. We've been busy, huh? That's been many years.
2: So. Many years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did play some, you know, church league softball, that kind of thing afterwards. But I play
0: uh, disc golf. I do enjoy that. Did you say, what, did you say disc golf? Disc golf, yes. What is that? Uh, you, it's like golf,
2: mm-hmm. with like frisbees.
0: <laughs> really, this is my first time hearing about that.
2: Oh, it's pretty big. Pretty big.
0: Okay, well i look it up. I, I mean, you know.
2: Video. YouTube a video of it. You'll be amazed.
0: Okay, sounds good. Looking forward to that. So, speaking of looking forward to things, what are you most looking forward to being in the league? Mm,
2: well, I, I think just just getting to know everyone. Yeah. Um, kind of like Norm, when he walks into the chairs, you walk in and everybody hollers your name. Yes. That, that's probably the big thing. Just getting... Just getting to know everybody, comfortable with everybody.
0: Okay. So tell me, how do you handle trash talk and adversity?
2: I have no trouble with trash talk. Um, Usually it's a sign someone likes you.
1: Mm. Um, If
2: they're going to take the time to trash talk with you, there's probably a bond there. Um, Adversity, that's just part of life. Accept it move on. Wonderful. Wonderful
0: and so um with so tell me do you have any few do you have any um any other plans to participate in the sfl in any other capacity like stats team i think laura's on stats um beat writing team anything like that
2: well i have laura and i have both looked at the stats we've, we've not gotten on, off to the best of starts due to issues on our end being um, some internet problems we had a lot of a lot of um, lag and just a real bad quality on the video trying to watch it through the truck and so we' we've had a problem there but I was really amazed at how hard that is um, you know when you you sit there and you think of it oh they're just right taking baths in the truck it's nothing but when i actually sit there and start to do it and look at doing it you got to pay attention so a shout out to the guys in the truck <laughs> the guys do an amazing job yes After jackson goes into the hurry up forget it i'm never going to be able to. <laughs>
0: You know, I actually did stats. I tried a little bit of everything in the league. Broadcasting, stats, everything. Um, and I do enjoy it. I was having the same issues as far as the internet service. Um, I have Wi-Fi and it just sucks when you're trying to, you know, do that. But, um... Now, I've, I've also
2: thought, I'd, I like to write a little bit. Um oh, okay. I thought about maybe trying to get on the beat team at some point.
0: There you go. I mean, I'm on the beat team. Come on.
2: Yeah, Come somebody's got to straighten out these power rankings. Uh oh. I, I actually, Uh-oh. would you believe I saw <laughs> Carolina number 20 at one point? Ooh. Oh, God.
0: Oh, so that's why you want to take your crack at it, huh? Like, let's get these power rankings right, huh?
2: Yeah, let's get us up there where we belong. Where we belong. yeah. I'm not going to say where that is.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, I like your enthusiasm. You know, I'll definitely have a talk with Ray Bentley about that and see if we can get you on. It shouldn't be a problem at all. We're always looking for great and talented people that want to put out content, so.
2: And it would be enjoyable to work with Ray.
0: Definitely. Oh, that's a character in itself. It's fun to
2: watch, uh, watch on the videos. Just to, just to be in the chat room with Ray is an, <laughs> is an entertainment.
0: Oh, you should have saw him at the convention. Speaking of which, are you guys planning to go?
2: We are. We are. Um, I, as of now, I think my two sons are not going to be able to join us. Gotcha. One else should be able to. Okay. In fact, my oldest son, he he will come down. He's a pastor. And they have Bible school that week. Okay. On Sunday, they're doing their um, the big wrap-up where they have this ceremony at church. And, and uh, he doesn't want to miss that. So he's going to fly down Monday morning, and we're going to stay an extra week uh, as a family. And awesome. I just have a family vacation.
0: There you go. We a family vacation. And listen, it was a phenomenal time. When they were in Atlanta last year,
2: oh, I'm sure. it
0: was amazing. And I think my favorite part was being able to sit down with the guys, with your team members, with non-team members and things like that, and watch the game and watch the real-life reactions yeah. to things. like My favorite one will always be Harish Prasad falling out in the middle of the floor oh. when his player got hurt. I think it was like maybe the first player of the game or second. It was really
2: right, funny. right.
0: Oh, like he was laid out on the field, and he was laid out on the floor. It was hilarious.
2: I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure. We all love Harish. Um, yes, He's one of my owners and I, I deal with him a lot. And he's a great guy. Um, and I, I'm sure it was a good time. I'm okay. sure it was.
0: And you will have it too. So before I let you go, I'm curious to know two things. One, what is the Carolina locker room like, from your opinion?
2: Uh, it's a very close knit locker room.
0: Nice.
2: We the 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 uh, the, the players are um, sub- very supportive of each other. When what somebody's down, they come in and say, "Hey, I need a pickup," and he gets a pickup, and he or she. Um, it's a very very supportive, very very vocal locker room. Oh, I bet.
0: <laughs> I know who's in there. So
2: I... Playing hard. Um. <laughs> But none of us, you know, are hearing words we hadn't heard before. Yes. Um. So it's it's a really good time.
0: Wonderful. And then last question: What is your what are your thoughts on SFL minor leagues?
2: That's going to be a lot of fun. Um. I I don't really know what to expect of it. You know, I, as a lot of the stuff in the league, I don't really know what to expect until I get to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
2: I'm constantly learning, but I know it's going to be fun. Um, From the teams that I've seen announced, they've got excellent coaches. Um, A big shout out to Coach Craven. He's a big favorite of mine. Um, I just know they're all going to be well-manned, well-staffed, and it's going to be a, a blast. Looking forward to it.
0: Fantastic. David, it was a pleasure having you on the show. And of course, as I tell all my guests, you are invited to come back whenever you want to. Got any special announcements or you just want to come by and visit? Don't hesitate to ask, okay?
2: Thank you so much, Ashley.
0: You're welcome. And what I would like for you to do, um, you can actually have the last word. So that could be a shout out, that could be a poem, that can be a song. I have had all of them on the show. (laughs) So I'm curious to know what you're gonna do. The floor is yours.
2: I want to give a shout-out to the Rick uh, I love the fact that all the teams in the SFL play for the glory of the Rick
0: Fantastic. Pleasure, sir. You have a fantastic day, and I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you and the rest of the family soon and seeing you in Florida.
2: Thank you, AJ.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye. That ends the show and I want to thank you all so much, so so very much for pushing that play button I really do appreciate it each time Special thanks goes out to Mr. Frank Gooden and David Horrell for being on the show and like I told them you can definitely come back on the show whenever you want to if you have been a guest on or if you're a newbie to the league you want to get your voice out there want to be heard, feel free to DM me, looking forward to hearing from you Looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week. Until then, guys, Striker out.